Ours is directly from God. We don't have a philosophy. We don't have a theology. We don't have anything out of a book. We refer to different books because we refer to what God has taught since the beginning of time. There is always those who have always been awake. And that's often referred to as spiritual teachers or masters or saints. Those that have really know their oneness with God directly. Not as a philosophy. Not as something they've read in a book. But those that have really walked the inner journey that you hear us share about here. These inner experiences or out-of-body experiences or spiritual visions. If you've read some of the things and it sounds like you've read a lot, some of those people you've probably read that they've had experiences where they've gone up through different heavens. Well, the different heavens, we talk about realms here, from the physical realm to the realm of imagination, the realm of emotion, the realm of mind, the realm of the unconscious mind, or the void we call it, and then the realm of soul and the realm of spirit, and really into the heart of God, the true oneness of God from which all of the creation and all these realms came out of. So we cover the whole ground. And this journey that we talk of is really the journey of the soul. The soul came out of the heart of God, and in that, and God's loving, God created also all these other kingdoms, or the kingdom of heaven, or the Garden of Eden, it's often referred to. And there's many trees in that Garden of Eden. And we know one tree here in particular that here we are experiencing, the tree of knowledge, sometimes called the tree of good and evil, sometimes called the land of reflection, sometimes called time and space and energy. So all these references are to just this one aspect of God's creation or one tree in that Garden of Eden. And there's a lot of other trees in the garden. But right now, those of us here find ourselves as the soul, that divine, living, loving expression of God, having this experience of this part of God's creation. And there'll be a day that we finish our journey here and also go into another tree or another experience in the Garden of Eden because in that God's kingdom, and he created the soul to have experience in his kingdom. So what we're doing here in this pathway, as we often call it a spiritual pathway, is this part of the journey of the soul is for those souls that are really ready to finish their journey in this tree of knowledge and really begin the journey home back into the true kingdom or the spiritual realms, as we often call it where we really can wake up and know ourselves as one with God, not as a philosophy, not as a thought, not as a belief system, not as trusting or faithing, but literally as a living experience that is more real than this appears right here, us in this conversation. That we as that divine spark of God, the soul, really truly rises beyond the physical consciousness and goes back into that beingness we call God, the true living, loving essence and oneness. We hear all these words, but here, what we're doing here is the actual action of doing that. And so Jim and I share from our own experience of doing that. Just as Jesus said, I and God are one. Well, Jim and I say the same thing, but we don't say it just as a statement or an affirmation. We say it as a living truth because we have merged back into the oneness with God and we know that. We know that through our own personal experience. Just like we're talking here, we're having experience. We know it because we're here experiencing it. 
So I'm talking the same thing. It is just as real as that. And that's what we're doing here. That's it in a nutshell. So all the rest we talk about is to help give understanding how to walk that inner journey. That's the meditation practice. The meditation practice we talk about here is how to go within, to go in to our consciousness and rising up through all these realms back into our own soul and our soul merging back into the oneness with God. And when we talk about initiation and the sacred name, well, God has laid out a pathway, a pathway of loving. It's often been called the straight and narrow, the path of the Holy Spirit, the path of the loving, or simply as the way or the path, just as Jesus called it the way. Rumi and other saints have called it the path. He had a lot of different acknowledgement, so to speak, over the year. But it has always been the same. It's the same pathway Moses taught, the same Jesus taught, the same Rumi taught, the same the Sikh gurus taught, the same the Greeks taught way back then, the same Lao Tzu taught way back in China. This has been on this planet from the very beginning and has always been here for the soul when it's ready to return home to God. So the action of initiation is simply receiving that name of God, the sacred name of God, is literally the essence of loving the Holy Spirit really being anchored into our consciousness. God walks with everybody. God is not separate from anybody. But we as soul have simply forgotten. So God is with us, but we don't realize it. When we talk about initiation here, we're talking about now bringing that living, loving essence of God or the Holy Spirit back into our consciousness so that we can begin to see it, hear it, experience it, know it. Just as you heard earlier, the first question tonight, somebody asked me about the purple light and how do you see spirit and know it? That's what I'm talking about. So that we actually know that as a living experience, not as a hope or a wish. So when we talk about initiation, we're talking about this action by which we can open to really receive. And it is like a baptism. The true meaning of baptism wasn't about just protection or a guardian angel placed with you. The true baptism was really receiving of the Holy Spirit so that you, the soul, can begin to now free yourself of all the attachments in the world and wake up to the divine truth that you and God are one. So that you too can say, I and God are one, and know that from your own experience, not because a book said it, not because even I said it, but because you said it, because you had the experience and know that truth. So the initiation is about receiving that Holy Spirit to begin to wake up and know that truth through your own experience, not because we're saying it or anybody else is saying it, or telling you how it is, but rather because you know how it is, because you're living it. And the sacred name that we share at initiation is the physical part of it, is simply sharing words that are called names of God, that enchanting those, just like the Om, a lot of people know the Om, it gives us a focal point, a place to hold our attention. And as we hold our attention, we can learn, just like you heard me say earlier, this is about retraining ourselves, training ourselves over and over to focus at the seat of the soul and to look to God, to see the Holy Spirit, to know that loving. So a sacred name of God is a tool, a technique, 
that we can utilize to help us to focus back on God rather than into our mind, our emotions, or the physical world. So we have different names. One we often hear and hear, we use a hue, H-U. It's known as a spoken name of God, just as the word human. Human actually means God in the mind. Man comes the word manas, which means mind. So human is actually God in mind. The soul, the God that we are, the soul, into the mind and then down through this body. So that's one of the names of God that one who is just starting this pathway we recommend to work with. Just like other people use the Om, we use the hue. Because the hue to us is the true direct expression of God. Where Om is often related to more to the mind, the expression of God through the mind. Where the hue is really more the expression of God to the soul. So we will use the hue and chant it or sing it or just say it out loud or silently in ourselves. And it helps us to attune, to come to really see, to hear, to know that divine essence within us that is that living expression of God's loving. And so when we use a sacred name, that is a way not only as a focal point, but in that name itself, there is an essence or a frequency of God's loving. So as we repeat that in our consciousness, it begins to awaken that essence of loving inside of us. And the more we do it, the more we awaken. The more we hold that focus, the more we come to know the divine, living, loving presence that we are and that God is in us. And then it's just doing it over and over. And the more you do it, just like life, the more you do life, you have more experience, the more you understand about life. The less you do, the less you know about life. It's the same thing here. So the more you practice the meditation, the more you become aware and awake to spirit, the more you have understanding of how spirit moves because it's invisible to the physical eyes, but it's very visible to the spiritual eye. This place we call the seat of the soul. It's also known as the spiritual eye. But you see the soul, have you ever seen pictures of Renaissance paintings like of saints where they show like the halo around their head or a bubble of light? Well, see, that's the soul. The soul is always up here on the top of the head. This is a point right here, the seat of the soul, is where the soul comes into this physical consciousness and feeds the body. And it's also the place the soul leaves the consciousness. So we call this the spiritual door, that doorway by which it enters and leaves the consciousness. So this door right here, we call the seat of the soul, where the soul resides and rests in the physical body. We want to focus there. And focusing there and repeating the sacred name of God, it begins to stir that divine truth of who we are as the soul awakened aware so that we remember and know beyond the mind, beyond the emotions, beyond the body, so that it's not a philosophy or a theology or a concept, but it's a true living experience that we experience and we know who we are rather than who we think we are or who we wish we were or what people tell us we're supposed to be. None of that, but who we really are. All the phrases like know thyself, to thine own self be true. All these come from different teachers and saints who have woken up. Their halos are bright. The saints in the past, when they showed the halos, that was their way of saying, here's one who is awake and knows their oneness with God. That was a true saint. Not one who's been said they were a saint, you know, in the church, but one who's truly woken up and know their oneness with God. And they teach that way by which they've awoken 
to those that are drawn to learn, to those that are seeking and wanting to know that truth for themselves. And that's what we're doing here right now in this day and age. A lot of people don't believe it. No, can't be true. Can't be true. That was only in the past, 2,000 years ago, 3,000 years ago, five, 6,000 years ago. It's not true right here and now. Oh, yeah, it is. Always has been. Always will be. As long as, this, as long as there's people on this planet, there's always going to be one who is awake that can share. And often there's many, not just one. A lot of people don't like hearing that. A lot of people it accuses of blasphemy and all kinds of things. That's okay. That's what the world does. We're not here to serve the world. We're here to really share and serve those who really want to wake up and know that truth for themselves. And so that's what we do. We do the meditation. I know you came in later, but when we started, we start, we do 20, 30 minutes or so of meditation here, so we each have the experience. And then Jim and I share to share to give more understanding and clarity about this pathway and the journey of what we're doing here. And then we take time, like this afternoon, to do question and answer, because there's always questions. They never stop. And that's good, because you want to get that answer to your question, because when you have the understanding, that'll motivate, inspire you, and support you to take the action steps so that you can gain the experience that you need to gain for you, regardless of anybody else, regardless of us. We're not here to convince you of anything. We're just here to share from our own experience in hopes it might inspire you and support you to find your truth and to live your experience for you.